Thanks for listening to the Beloved City Apostolic Worship Center podcast. For more information about our church and our ministries, go to BelovedCityAWC.com. And you can follow us on Facebook by liking our Facebook page, Beloved City Apostolic Worship Center. And find us on Instagram with our Instagram handle, BelovedCityAWC. Ezekiel chapter 12, I'll give honor this morning to our bishop, Bishop Williams and Sister Williams, aren't you thankful for them this morning, I'm thankful for Pastor Dustin, Sister Ellie, and their family, I'm thankful for the leadership of our church, amen, Amen. I'm thankful for the leadership of our church, amen, amen, Amen. I'm thankful that we've got a covering this morning that is much, we don't know what we might would face if we didn't have a man of God in our life. Amen? Ezekiel chapter 12. I'll take my text just from one verse. Ezekiel chapter 12, and let's just do um, verse 28. Therefore, say to them, thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be delayed any longer, but the word that I speak will be performed, declares the Lord God. Let's read that one more time. Read it with me. If you've got it, read it with me aloud. You ready? Therefore, say to them, thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be delayed any longer, but the word that I speak will be performed, declares the Lord God. Would you right now lift your hands one more time before you see the Lord? We love you this morning. Thankful for your presence. Thankful to be in your house this morning. I pray, oh God. That your word that is forever settled, it's anointed, oh Lord. I pray that that same anointing would flow in this house today, God. Lord, I simply just want to be a conduit to what you would have to say, what you would speak, oh God, what you would proclaim. Lord, I pray this morning that you would open our minds, that you would open our ears, that you would open our eyes to understanding that we could receive what thus saith the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you praise. Could we, before we're seated, would we just one time clap our hands unto the Lord and give a shout of praise to Him? Could we give a shout this morning with an echo in this room? Now I'm getting serious. Could we give a shout this morning? Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Lord, I praise you and I magnify you and I lift you up today, God. You are worthy. In the name of Jesus, you can be seated. I'm going to try to do this right here. There we go. No. Y'all just pray for for me this morning that I don't fall. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers this morning. I feel this morning that I have something uh, from the Lord. there are many things that are, we are facing and many things that are going on. And I know before I ever start and I say those things, we feel uh, that same feeling that we feel almost every day because everyone is talking about change. Change. Everyone's talking about change. Things that have always been one way now are completely different. And so I've not come this morning to talk to you about the things in the natural uh, that 
are changing and that have changed and may never be the same. But I've come this morning to deliver to you what I feel the Lord has spoken into my spirit and into my heart this morning. Ezekiel tells the people, the children of Israel have been in and out of bondage. They have been in a place uh, where they have heard what thus saith the Lord. They have received that. And because it did not happen in the fashion, because it didn't happen in the way that they thought that it should happen, they become complacent. And before long, they decided this is not going to happen today. This is probably not going to happen next week. And a week goes by, and months go by, and even years go by, and what thus saith the Lord has not come to pass. And so they become complacent in their heart, and they begin to say, we can do, and we can live, and we can change things to the way that we want to change them. We can do things the way that we want to do them. As the Lord begins to speak to Ezekiel, he says, Ezekiel, what is this proverb that you have about the land of Israel saying, the days grow long and every vision comes to nothing? I feel very strongly this morning while I feel that we have made a conscious effort to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I feel strongly in my spirit this morning that there are some of us that have that old proverb going through our mind. There are things that have been declared and there are things that have been promised, but because of everything that is taking place and because of everything that is going on, we surely now will never see the fulfillment of what God has proclaimed and what has been spoken. And it's very easy for us as individuals and, 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 and even as families for us to say, maybe what the man of God spoke was something that he felt, but maybe it was not for me. Maybe it was not for our congregation. Maybe it was not for our community. Maybe it was not for this region. Maybe they were right, but maybe they spoke it uh, out of turn in the wrong place. I come to tell you this morning that the spirit of the enemy is to deceive you into believing that what God has promised and what God has said, the enemy wants you to believe that there is no way in hell that it can come to pass in your life. But I come to tell you this morning, if you don't remember anything else that I say, I come to tell you this morning that the promises of the Lord are still gay and amen. And I come to tell you today that what God has spoken and what God has declared, there is not a man, there is not a virus, there is not a social tension that can distract the plan and the will of Almighty God. The Lord began to speak to Ezekiel and said, what is this proverb? They say it has been spoken, but it never comes to pass. He said, tell them that I am about to put an end to the verbiage that they've been using. I'm about to put an end to the saying, to the proverb that they have made their own self. They have, Brother Bird, they have created this proverb as if it was something that was as, that was as sacred as what the voice of the Lord and the word of God that had spoken. 
He said, you tell them that I'm about to put an end to this proverb. And they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel, but say to them, the days are near, and the fulfillment of every vision is near. For there shall be no more any false vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I, the Lord, I will speak the word that I will speak, and it will be performed. If God has spoken a word in your life, I come to tell you this morning, whether you want to receive it or not, it will come to pass. What God has spoken and what God has declared, I don't care how hard the enemy has tried to push you. I don't care this morning how hard the attack of the enemy has been, what God has said, Brother Trevor, it will come to pass. There is no man, there is no woman, there is no thing that can come between what God has spoken. You say, well, this is a little different for a Father's Day uh, thing. I haven't come this morning with a Father's Day message. I come with a message from the Father. Yeah. To remind you that even in the turmoil that you may feel, and around you it feels so uncomfortable because of all of the things that is taking place. We don't know what will be new tomorrow that will try to change the landscape of, uh, of the promises of God. But I come to tell you that what God is what God is saying is not uh, by accident. It's not by mistake. His timing is not off. The season is right for the word of the Lord that has been spoken, the prophetic that has been, been spoken over you and that has been spoken over this congregation. I feel it trying to rise up right now even to say, this is not the time. It's for another season. It's for another place. I've come to tell you that the time is right right now to receive what God has spoken in this room this morning that God has promised you some things in your family. There's people in this room that God has promised you those things and it seems that as the promises of the Lord echo in your ears, you see with your natural eyes the complete opposite of what God has spoken. You see something that does not look uh, doesn't look right. This is not what God said. And instead of things getting better, things seem to be getting worse. I've come to tell you this morning that what God says, he has the final say in everything. I wish I could set this microphone down and just start walking, but then I wouldn't be social distancing with it. But what God has proclaimed and what God has spoken over your family, no matter how dark it is, no matter how bleak it may be, no matter how many times the enemy has tried to lie to you, even this morning, tried to sneak in a lie to you, that you're never going to be able to receive what God has for you. I come to tell you the enemy is a liar. And if you're hearing the voice of the enemy tell you one thing, you can take it to the bank that God is speaking the opposite of that. I want to say that one more time in case you didn't hear me. If the enemy is speaking something to you, you can take it to the bank of what he is speaking. God is speaking the opposite to you. He is the father of lies. The truth is not in him. But if he can trick you into believing what he has to say this morning, he doesn't have to tempt you with anything else. He doesn't have to try to bribe you with anything else. If he can enter into your mind, if he can cause your thoughts, because the mind is the portal to the soul. It's the gatekeeper, if you will. It's that thing, Brother Burke. And when it enters our mind, I'll just stay on this for just a minute, because I'm not. 
I'm not into psychology and all that. I, I don't know very much about that. But I do know this. The mind, we've heard it said before, is the battleground. And if the enemy can speak something into my mind, Brother Hunter, and if I allow that thought to begin to cultivate inside of me, to begin to permeate inside of me, it begins to seep then through the gates of my mind into my spirit and into my soul. And it contradicts what the word of God has been, that has been spoken over me. The promises of God that God has spoken to me, it goes against those things. But because I begin to think those things, I begin to see those things happen. And he says, look at this, how bad this is getting. Look at this family member. Look at this situation at your job. Look at this situation in your health. Look at this of what is going on. And if you begin to uh, focus on that thing, it begins to get worse. And before very long, instead of having one symptom, you've got five symptoms. Uh -oh. And that thing that's happening in your family, you begin to, that you think is just one little thing, and then all of a sudden you start picking up on other things. Because he's a deceiver and he's a liar. And while God is working under the surface, the enemy can only work on the surface. He can only try to lie to you because he's not deep like the Father. He can only try to lie to you on the surface to block you from receiving what the Lord is trying to say. And the children of Israel found their, themselves in a place where they would rather believe what, what Job down the road had to say. They had decided in their minds that it didn't happen for our fathers. It didn't happen for their fathers. They have not seen it come to pass. And the man says, I've not seen it come to pass. And so his children say, it won't come to pass. And they believe that. And the Lord began to speak and he said, this verbiage, this proverb that says it won't happen. It's been spoken, but it's delayed and it's not going to happen. The Lord said, you tell the people what I speak and what I say is going to come to pass. And I come here this morning to tell you I won't be very much longer. But I come to tell you this morning that what God has spoken, whether you like it or not, there are people in this room this morning that God has spoken something over your family that has been a promise. And God is going to fulfill that promise. And whatever he has to do in order for his word to be fulfilled, he is a God that does not change. He does not waver. If I don't get no help, I'll just help myself this morning. He's a God that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what he has spoken, I begin to think back about my great-grandma. I won't talk very long about her this morning, but I can remember some of the promises that God made her. And I'm 38 years old, going on 39. And there's some promises that I have yet to see to, see to come to pass. But I believe with everything in me that the promises that God made to her, they are still gay, and they are still a man, and they will still come to pass. There is not any spirit of the Antichrist. There's not any spirit of Jezebel. There's not any spirit of this world system that is going to be able to take, take out what God has spoken. So it's the intent of the enemy while we're separated. We're, we're divided. Not divided, but we have to be separated even as we gather together in the house of worship. The enemy will say, how in the world can you uh, see the promises of God? How can you see the harvest? How can you see the miracles, the signs, and the wonders that have been proclaimed over blood city? How can you see those things in a place that seems so uncertain? Would you would have never thought six months
months ago that you would be sitting in a gymnasium this morning having service. But this is what, where we're at. And while we're in this place, we can either go with what the world is saying, we can either go with those things that they're trying to speak, and with those things that they're trying to prophesy, or we can say, I know what God has promised me. I know what God has spoken. And in the midst of change, He has not changed. I said in the midst of change, He has not changed. Tell the people when I speak, I'll perform it. It will no longer be delayed, but in your days, I will speak the word and perform it. And the word of the Lord came to me, Ezekiel said, Son of man, behold, they of the house of Israel say, The vision that he sees is for many days from now. And he prophesies at times far off. Therefore, say unto them, if the musicians will come, Therefore say unto them, Thus says the Lord God, None of my words will be delayed any longer, but the word that I speak will be performed, declares the Lord God. If you stand with me this morning. There are some words that have been spoken over you. There are some things that God has proclaimed and that God has promised over your family. And I've come just to remind you this morning in the most simplistic way that I can. I've come to remind you this morning that God is still on the throne. And what he says, Brother Bobby, what he says does not change. It does not waver. It does not matter what is going on in our home. It doesn't matter what's going on in our society. It doesn't matter if tomorrow there's something else that explodes and becomes the topic of the week or the month or the quarter or the year. What God has spoken, there is no virus that can change it. There is no social distancing that can change it. What God has spoken there's no unrest in our society that can change what God has spoken and what he has said. And I've come to tell you this morning, heed to what the Lord is speaking and what he is saying. Because what he is speaking and what he is saying is not for, this is what I feel strongly, that while we're going through all this, some of us have thought we can just take a back seat to what is going on. And we're going to just wait until things get back to normal. I come to tell you this morning, listen for the voice of the Lord. Because the Lord wants to remind you and wants to speak some new things into you. He wants to do a fresh work in you. He wants to do something new in your family. He wants to do something new. He, he, he is not at all put off by what is happening and what has changed. But he is positioning us for what is to come. I said he is putting us in position. He is putting us in position for there to be things that are out of our view. And things that are out of our lives. So that he can speak clearly. 
so that we can understand, so that we can read the vision, so that we can read what he is speaking and what he is saying, so that we can not just stand here and say, hmm, I wonder when that's going to happen. But when the vision, as Habakkuk would talk about, when the vision comes to pass, it's not going to wait. You hear me right now. When he is ready to do what he is going to do and what he has said, it will not wait for you. It's not going to wait for you to get ready. It's not going to wait for you to get right. It's not going to wait for you to put pull your bootstraps up and say, I'm ready to do it. You've got to be ready right now. Because at any moment, what God has spoken can come just like that. And you can go to sleep one way and you can wake up a completely different way. You may have come in this place one way, but you can leave this place different. Before you ever get home this morning, what God has spoken can come to pass with one phone call. It can come to pass with one text. It can come to pass with one word that God speaks to you. Would you across this room, would you lift your hands towards heaven? And would you pray the will of the Father? We need the, we need the will of the Father more than ever before in our lives. Lord, I pray this morning, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, O oh God. In earth as it is in